This week, we want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice with Roadhouse. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I am John the Best Rooney. Alright. Alright. Okay. No one's ever going to make t- take me, however that song let goes. You down. No one's Great ever going to let you down. <laughs> Strong <laughs> no start. Whatever. Strong you start. You wouldn't let anybody down because you're the best around. You guys are looking great in yeah. front of our special guest today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined for the first time in a long time by a guest here in the quote-unquote studio. Uh, everyone <laughs> say hello to Jen Ducharme. Yeah. Hello, Jen. Yeah. 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 Write down your hello to Jen on a 3 by 5 postcard <laughs> and mail it to Body Counts. Yeah. <laughs> and beer. That's our, twi- that's our Twitter handle. No, it's not. It's <laughs> at Body Count Cast. Oh, shit. We determined last week that if you send it to at Body Counts and Beer, the internet breaks, guys. <laughs> uh, Jen Ducharme, you might know her as being one of the great improvisers in the city of Chicago. One of the great comedians shut up don't laugh at that you're very good you're very talented thank you Uh, and she also does a monthly show a monthly benefit show called glitter bomb that she's going to talk about very briefly uh right now yeah it's basically a show where we pick two charities a month uh, and we donate all the cash proceeds to these two charities like last time we did a chicago battered women's shelter between friends and the trevor project and it's a really great time. We've got bands, we've got comedy, and we have weird characters. Sometimes we'll have a drag queen or two come out and uh, lip sync for us. Boy, this podcast is going to be even more in poor taste than usual. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're All in Chicago, lady. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're in Chicago and it's that time of the month, come check out Glitterbomb. You can see just Phrasing! Yeah, seriously, buddy. Uh, look, if look, people have periods that happen. <laughs> right, it's a fact of life. I've been married for eleven years. I'm intimately familiar with menstrual blood and how its effect on Why'd people. Why'd you stutter on that word, there, Mark? Because I've been drinking all night. And also, this movie has programmed me to think of women as currency and objects. Yeah, yeah. that the, is true. The, it's a great deal of dissonance when they bleed. Yeah. Speaking of which, it takes the value down a bit, just yeah. like a car. It's real weird. Speaking of which. The movie we watched this week is Roadhouse. Roadhouse. That's yeah. right. Yeah, from the from the director of Striking Distance, the writer of some other movie, and the star <laughs> and the star of Young Blood. Also, the band from Jeff Healy in the band. That's correct. <laughs> Comes Roadhouse, a movie about houses on roads. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? I yeah. think I watched the movie. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Roadhouse. <laughs> it was more a movie about barns on roads that look like houses. That's true, actually. That's an apt description. Bob Beale is going to come in and just smack you right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to smack you with a 2 by 4 across your dumb face. Now, Jen's and then he's going to explain what kind of wood the 2 by 4 is and how to cut it with the grain as yeah, opposed right. to against And then and stain it so it lasts for a long time. I think it's important for you to know, Jen, at this point we are in too deep in the recording to start over. <laughs> Let it fly! Alright, alright. At this point your only recourse is to leave, I guess. <laughs> if things get bad, yeah. they will. Roadhouse begins like all movies do. 
Slow pan up to woman's ass. Yeah. Uh, it's the only way. How else are y'all going to pay attention? I mean, true. You got to hook me early. Otherwise, I might get up and go to a different theater. <laughs> <laughs> Throw my ticket stub on the ground. Patrick, we know you have your choice of theater, and we wanted to thank you for choosing Roadhouse. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Patrick over here. Butts. <laughs> yeah, I went to, go see, uh, went to go see Moonlight, but there wasn't an ass in the first 15 seconds. <laughs> So I bailed. <laughs> That's screenwriting 101. If they don't put an ass in the first 15 seconds, you know they don't know what the rules are, mm-hmm. so you can't trust them for the rest of the movie. I think like, I read that in Robert shit. McKee's story. Yeah. I uh, know it was Robert McKee's Get Away From Me Kid, I'm Drinking. <laughs> what I love about this movie is it takes that a step further and shows me an ass every 15 seconds. <laughs> there I are never no have women to wait. in this movie. It's boobs and butts and bruised faces. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. giant yeah. curved hair. Guys, please, and, yeah, please, that's all I want. Yeah. Please go right. to Glitter Pump and donate to these important charities. <laughs> right. I want it. <laughs> so Roadhouse begins uh, in a club uh, in a in another city. It's a rowdy place <laughs> in another city. Yeah. Uh, in, is in is it in Chicago? City? The city we're in right now. Who knows? No, that makes it another city. Ooh, that's true. take uh, that other city. Yeah, that's right. It's called Logic. All right. <laughs> so what the hell happened in this movie, you guys? There's a rowdy club. And rowdy it's... Roddy Piper. No. No, it's not They Live. And a, and a very distinguished man in a bow tie walks in and is noticing the money flowing into the club and everybody having a good time. Yeah. And then there's a skirmish that gets out of hand. A skirmish? Oh. A yes. skirmish, if you will, where a woman just wanted to set her nail file down, just happened to almost stab a guy's hand. So, you know, he did the most... Uh, gentlemanly, gentlemanly. you're looking yeah. for gentlemanly uh, by kicking her in the where did you say she, she was kicked? Uh, vagina, her, yeah, vagina, kicked her, her the vagina. Uh, two minutes into the movie, and uh, then we see our titular character, the dog, the Roadhouse. <laughs> the Roadhouse. Uh, please, please, please. Yet. <laughs> it's just if he's the titular character, he would be the title of the movie. Uh, we would see Mr. Roadhouse. Last name House, first name Road. <laughs> Uh, we we are introduced. Fucking uh, Barney and Friends or something. Plot and shit. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed by now, but I have been rereading the dictionary, and I know so many words. Uh, just like your hero Malcolm X. Yeah, buddy. He read the dictionary. Deep cut, actually. I know. Deep cut. Yeah. 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 Malcolm X, a movie we will definitely be getting to in Body Counts and Beers. <laughs> it's an action-packed thrill ride for the summer. <laughs> I mean, episode. we have watched some movies that just haven't quite been action movies, but I don't think we'll watch Malcolm X. <laughs> I mean, we were all saddened by how Tombstone turned out. <laughs> yeah, thanks again, Patrick. Hey, the one-liners were on point. <laughs> <laughs> so we are introduced to the star of the film, uh... A man by the name of Mr. Patrick Swayze, who you might know from such famous films as The Outsiders and... Red Dawn! Yes! And Ghost! But more importantly... And Red... Patrick Swayze's Christmas Special. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that doesn't exist and I just made up. Yeah, no, it's called Santa Swayze. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan no, Santa's we'll get save... to We'll get to Santa Swayze in the course of this movie. <laughs> So this little skirmish, this little fight is taken care of by our hero, uh, and he's being watched by uh, an old man with a terrible comb over, who you might know as Locke's dad from Lost. 
Uh, but we Ooh, know him yeah. as the owner of the Double Deuce. And he has come here to this club to offer a job to our hero, Dalton. Now, Dalton. this movie takes place in a parallel universe, not unlike our own except for one key difference, which is, I guess, a bouncer stopped the assassination of JFK, so they're all celebrities. Yeah. No nationwide by name and reputation. Correct. Yes, yeah, the, uh, the owner of the Double Deuce appears and says, I came here for the best. Of course, Dalton tells him that the best is Wade Garrett. He says, nah, nah, I want you. They know the names of multiple bouncers. <laughs> That's right. Throughout the country. There's Power a, rankings. Yeah. 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 Now, before American Ninja Warrior, there was American <laughs> Bouncer. <laughs> it was in between uh, American Gladiator and American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, oh, okay. all the right. kids rode away yeah, to get their Bouncer Booster Club cards. Yeah, I remember. I had a Bouncer Booster Club decoder ring. I know. <laughs> you show me every time I enter. <laughs> right? Every time you solve it, it just says, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Also, yeah, well, to be fair, you keep asking it, what's the name of your favorite offbeat horror movie? <laughs> I mean, get out. Also, I've got my laminated license to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Bromley, license to, to bounce. bounce. <laughs> uh, the offer he makes Dalton, of course, is an exorbitant... An, 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 it's a lot of money. Okay. In 80s, in 80s right, money. Right. It's yeah, like it's, five it's, grand. It's five grand up front, plus 500 a night, all cash, and they pay for all incidentals. I'm assuming being all the coffee and cigarettes he has throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, which and, is and all the coffee all and cigarettes. His, his yeah. junker cars and replacement tires. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because that takes us to Jasper, Missouri. Hey. Wow. <laughs> a small little town with green neon signs all along its main street and uh, the most uh, rowdiest bar you've ever seen the Double Deuce. The Double yeah. Deuce. This place has a uh, chicken wire protecting the band from errant flying bottles. Truth. And it's its own ecosystem as well. I mean, you can get your drugs there. You can touch some boobies there. Yeah, it seems like drugs and prostitution are totally legal inside the Double, the double Deuce. Deuce. Correct. Yes. Yeah, the double it's Deuce like was uh, a, embassy it's a, land. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a sovereign nation. <laughs> <laughs> It's got its own flag. You can't touch us. We're on double deuce soil. (laughs) We have diplomatic immunity. This is why the cops never come. No, (laughs) lies. They do come and are the most inept bunch of easily fooled morons. John, you spoiled the end of the movie. You have to say spoiler alert, John. You're right. I guess there's no point in recording any further. Everyone knows the big twist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cops come eventually. (laughs) (laughs) So Dalton uh, arrives at the Double Deuce and kind of just hangs out. Taking it in. Just just looking at the lay of the land. Trying to Uh, figure out. Not helping any of the other bouncers who seem to start more fights than they break up by just grabbing people and throwing them into guests' seats. That's because the the current cooler is a slightly thinner version of uh, 80s Raiders defensive lineman Mike Golick. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly skinnier, but he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, all the all the bouncers look like failed professional wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they definitely. like from the gimmicky eighties night like eighties nineties era when they were like you know your Irwin R Shyster the Mountie era <laughs> like you know they had bad like wrestling names like this is the Park Ranger. Well, you know they had bad wrestling names because that's how all the actors are credited in the end. <laughs> 
There is lots of quotation marks around a lot of middle names uh, in these Pat, Patty Patterson. <laughs> Tommy Tom Tomlinson. Real uh, name. No Dick Warlock, though. We did check. Yeah, no. Dick Warlock was a little bit too good Oh, for this at week. first I thought you meant like quotations, no, no Dick, no. and a quotation, Warlock. <laughs> Actually, there's both Dick and Warlocks, just no Dick Warlock. Oh, Correct, yeah. It, there are many it. powerful spellcasters in the game. <laughs> yeah, most of them are Sam Elliott. <laughs> and most of the spells he cast were on my heart. <laughs> uh, so, oh, Jen? Oh, no, it's, uh, I was just saying that uh, all the bouncers are sort of taking note that, oh, Dalton's here, Dalton's here. Yeah, his name travels quickly his throughout the station. Yeah. 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 Because they all got the newsletter. Right, Bouncer Monthly, and he was on the cover. <laughs> Shirtless, Shirtless. And, and muscle greased. <laughs> Yeah, no, looking good. Lots of ads for KY Jelly in oh, those yeah. newsletters. And there's a centerfold where you get to fold down and look at Swayze's ass. But if you fold it right, it gives you the punchline to a riddle joke. <laughs> About Swayze's ass. Yeah. He also somehow managed to get a cup of coffee in the filthiest bar in town. Yeah. Which kind of... Clean mug, me. though, so, I mean, they're doing something right. We don't know it's a clean mug. There's coffee in there. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they had a mug, I doubt it's been used. So it would be dusty and kind of gross. Well, I mean, it depends. Do you store it lid down or lid up? I just hate the prop master. <laughs> the prop master did their job. I just, no, don't help him. <laughs> and then there's the big meeting. Yes, there's the big meeting after, uh, after well, we first we get Dalton meeting up with his old friend, uh, blind guitar player played by Jeff Healy. Uh, of the Jeff Healy Band of Toronto of the Club Healy's. He's a multi-hyphenate, uh, yeah. apparently. Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He's a guitar player slash club owner slash blind person. Well, I um, assume that he has white. like blue... Oh, sorry, slash white person. <laughs> you said black. Boy. Whoa. I'm sorry. For some reason, slash Whoa. white person sounds like the worst pseudonym that you would use <laughs> to check into a hotel. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm slash white person. <laughs> I need room for one. Oh. <laughs> And only one. (laughs) Sir, we're going to have to ask you to pay the $30 decontamination fee up front. (laughs) Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) You do. You take crumpled up ones. Boy, do we. Who are we to judge here at the Roadhouse? (laughs) I mean, we are talking about slash white person legendary guitarist for Guns N' Roses, right? (laughs) That is his last name, right? I've never heard anything else. I always thought it was slash Top Hatson. <laughs> top top Hatson? Yeah, Top Hatson. Yeah, Irish, sense. maybe? <laughs> <laughs> they changed it at Ellis Island when his family came over yeah. on a boat. He used to be the O Top Hatsons. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get to work in America with a last name like that, Slash. <laughs> Grow out your hair so they don't see your rosy cheeks. <laughs> Racist Irish grandpa, no! <laughs> I told you my name is Axel Rose. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, he's that braid me white person corn rose so I can do the reggae. <laughs> what? Oh God! Oh. Have you never heard Axel Rose? I have heard their terrible. Well, was it Live and Let Die? He, We're halfway yeah. through it turns into a reggae. Song. Halfway through, Axel Rose screams, "Give me the reggae!" <laughs> no, you are crying right oh, now. It's you are so crying. good. Because he knows just how to hurt me. <laughs> With reggae. 
John's one weakness. <laughs> it just reminds me of the old country, you guys. <laughs> Jamaica? <laughs> he just loves those crunchy island grooves. <laughs> Regardless of the island, doesn't matter. He misses those family cruises. Yeah, he and right. all of his sisters would get cornrows. It <laughs> <laughs> was the thing that united us as a community. <laughs> cornrows and hammer pants on the carnival cruise. <laughs> so, Dalton... Uh, Gets an all-hands-on-staff meeting, uh, and they are... He basically is going to go over his rules. First thing he does is just shit-cans the bartender. Yeah. Oh, no, I have the bartender. No, he shit-cans uh, Skinny Mike Golick. That's right. And then he shit-cans some random fucking waitress who apparently sold drugs. I don't think we ever actually saw that, though. You were talking. <laughs> That's true, guys. Uh, we missed it. we missed a lot of plot from uh, just us goofing. That's true, goofing and spoofing. I think I'm the. I think I'm. Am I the only person who's seen Roadhouse like over forty times? Uh, I've seen it probably I, like ten times. I have not yeah. seen it forty times. I think I have still yet to see times. Roadhouse. To be honest, <laughs> I'm more like a six or eight kind of guy on Roadhouse. <laughs> Yeah, Dalton uh, has his little meeting and he explains his three rules yeah. for working at the club. Jen, why don't you tell us what the three rules are? Uh, one is a uh, 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 walk. walk. Forty times, you say? Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, we have our first physical act of violence on this podcast. Yeah, that's why I love Roadhouse. They just go straight to the violence. <laughs> no reason. This movie's no a bad influence on you, Jen. Yeah. And yet I can feel my fiance saying, good for her. <laughs> uh, the three rules. Dalton's three rules of cooling and bouncing. Oh, it's a... Uh, oh, uh, Number one. We bought you so under- much time to yeah. walk outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The let first walk. one is never underestimate your opponent. Oh, that's yeah, right. Never, never underestimate Expect the unexpected. unexpected. Number two is take it outside. Yeah. You never do yeah. anything inside. Always walk with them. Yeah. And number three, be always nice. be nice. Always be nice. Yeah. Because ABN, be in. always be nice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Calm Gross. Down. Whoa. Calm down. Gross. I can't. The beers have riled up my blood. <laughs> oh no, guys. We learned about this in the special features. <laughs> so, uh, all the, the people at the Double Deuce are resistant to Dalton's teachings at first. In fact, uh, one of them asks Dalton, uh, what if they call my mother a whore? Which Dalton responds with, is she? And he and throws the, his toothpick down in rage. Because nobody's ever confronted him with the fact that his mother might be a whore. Yeah, she could be, technically. I mean, she might not be. I mean, maybe she isn't. But she could be. It's, I mean, it's she like the unanswered question yeah. of, does anyone have insurance in this movie? <laughs> we are left to the imagination. One wonders. Perhaps they're answered in Roadhouse 2 Last Call. Yeah. Starring Jonathan Shake. Who played the lead singer of The Wonders or O'Neaters in That Thing You Do? Who? God damn it, Patrick. <laughs> Stop bringing bits from outside into the podcast. <laughs> Nobody was there. <laughs> so, so cut to the first night where they put the new rules in place. Yeah, yeah. And we got Dalton sort of like wandering around. He's wearing his typical outfit, which is a uh, David Burnside's suit <laughs> yeah. jacket. Uh, loose flowy pants and a shirt that doubles as a karate gi and um, <laughs> and you've got to remember those pants are belted at his rib cage correct yes, yes. <laughs> like right under the nipple 
on yeah. that belt. It is 88, my friend. <laughs> yeah, That's buddy. true. The, the uh, placement of your belt was a sign of your status. Yeah. <laughs> true. The higher up you could go. Yep. Yeah, we're back in Pilgrim times. <laughs> no, back in 1988, <laughs> the year this movie takes place. <laughs> So, <laughs> you keep taking us backwards, Patrick. Why do you keep taking us backwards? It's all the nuance. <laughs> all the illusions that are happening That's in Roadhouse. That's true. This was written by two screenwriters. <laughs> oh my God. Before, before this podcast is over, Patrick is going to have us talking about the Renaissance somehow. I just well, know oh it. No. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> so uh the night goes uh starts off kind of smoothly the uh the jeff healy band uh playing their patented brand of white guy blues rock yeah. um toronto blues yeah toronto blues you know that famous blues that there is yeah. oh i'm polite to everyone hey everyone's polite to me <laughs> yeah it's like a smoother nicer george thoroughgood <laughs> One donut, one beer, <laughs> one beaver. Uh, that's my George Thorogood Canadian version. Nice. You're welcome, nice. world. That's good. That was good. I, liked it. Uh, I felt something was missing from this planet, and now yeah. I know. Yeah, if you're out there, Mr. Music Company, <laughs> sign me. It's all yours. Oh, that guy. Shut up, BMI or ASCAP might call me someday. <laughs> We've written a lot of great songs on this podcast. We have. Most of them have been reworkings of Caribbean Queen. <laughs> You're welcome, Billy Ocean. Hey, Jen, what the hell happened in this movie? Yeah. Or at least, at least what happened next. Guys, I gotta say, I haven't been this, like, out of sorts on a movie since we watched The Mummy. When That's I got, like, way too and drunk. Yeah. When we watched The Movie, I got... We watched The Mummy, I got crazy drunk. I could not, like... At all, keep trying. <laughs> I just tried to skip whole hours of that movie in the podcast. Go back and listen to it. It's probably shameful. I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't is... listen to it. All right, all right, so we're at the first night, right? Yeah, that was where night. we were. And then the guy gets out of hand and he pulls a knife, and that's where we get our first face through a table. That's right. Dalton gives him a nice little uh, back end punch, grabs his hair, and puts his face through a table. Yeah. It breaks the table, but the table doesn't like fall down or anything. Yeah, it like just snaps off the edge, yeah, but it it's still hanging there. Well, yeah. that's clearly Dalton has made a safety uh, a change where he's bolted the tables to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Which I got that's probably wise, yeah. considering the first scene we have in the road is mostly just flying tables. tables. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the first problem: you got to bring these tables up to cold sun, bolt yeah, them to right? the floor. Wow. <laughs> Dalton's first is just an OSHA check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, like, Dalton's kind of wandering around, he sees that the bartender, the rattiest-looking dude on the planet, and I don't mean ratty as in, like, dirty or, like, poorly, like, unkept. I mean ratty as in he looks like a looks rat like man. He looks like a human rat. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he could be a Ninja Turtles villain. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, he looks like Charles Bronson if Charles Bronson were a heroin addict and had been hosed down in Do Greece. not bring up the name of Charles Bronson, that oh, son of a bitch! Right. Yeah, Jen, I forgot to bring up one of our rules is you can't bring up Charles Bronson around John. It's okay, guys, I'm breathing into a paper bag. I'm gonna be fine, I'm gonna be fine. Yeah. Something also, against Death Wish? Something against the goddamn human garbage fire that is Charles fucking Bronson. Got Later it. we're gonna watch Death Wish and John's gonna go full circle. It's all gonna just be like moons and rainbows and Charles Bronson. 
But right now, little Charles Bronson is just a really well mustachioed figment of his imagination. Got He's it. very angry. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Also, don't bring up S T A R W A R S around this guy. Yeah, no. Uh, because he'll never stop. <laughs> Luckily, he can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> I ever tell you guys about the Poochie Principle? Let me no! break it down for no! you. Real God damn it, John! No. We solved that problem a year ago. For yeah. God's sake! Oh my God! <laughs> the constant defending against bits by John. <laughs> Jen, is it is it painful to go from being a fan to a participant in this podcast? <laughs> yeah. You see, <laughs> the blind rage. Now like that you've seen the, the sausage mess. made. <laughs> I don't want to eat it anymore. Uh, no, Mark's great at editing. <laughs> <laughs> I assume I still haven't listened to any of this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. If you were to listen to a full episode, you'd think it was just me and Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> but what about all my crazy characters? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're recording this before the... The uh, New- Escape from New York episode comes out, so I don't know how people will respond to crazy drunk Chief Brody. I can only imagine it will be. They're probably storm. gonna be fine with it. Okay. I shot a shark when he smiled. Goddamn Brody, go home. Go you home to your wife and child. Everyone. You just <laughs> sprayed everyone. That's the risk you take when you boat with Brody. Oh my god. It's uncomfortable. Do you, Jen, do you see what we deal with? Yeah. Do you I see do. this? First night of the Double Deuce! <laughs> nice. Still there. nice transition. Yeah, I do what I can. Jen, lead us through. Lead us through. You're the only one who can do this. <laughs> You've had the least amount of alcohol here. <laughs> so, uh, I believe... Uh, oh, so a girl got up on the table to dance oh, and yeah. they're trying to take care of it and said, uh, wait, we don't want anyone getting hurt. And one of the bouncers got like his head cut, like head punched in by Ace Ventura, who then brandished a knife and tried to cut um, Dalton. In this, is that when he got cut? No, in that happens yeah. like the second or third that's night. That's right. That's yeah, right. Okay. He just has a knife. Like like everybody in Jasper, Missouri, he owns a very uh, sharp knife for fighting. Everybody fighting has knife. guns, but will throw their guns down to fight with a knife. That's <laughs> correct. Like, yeah. 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 I think it's an honor thing. Yeah, definitely. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, it's the very Jasper southern. way. <laughs> very southern. I think that's in the town charter, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Article four: Thou shalt knife fight before gunfight. Oh shit, I didn't realize this charter was brought down by Moses from the top of the mountain. It's, nice. Yeah, it's chiseled into just like good old fashioned sandstone. No, let's be so honest. That means they can just blow on it and they all go away. To be fair, I think it's chiseled into a case of Miller Highlight. <laughs> How dare you? It's definitely Natty Ice. <laughs> Anyway, uh, then he breaks the guy's, uh, breaks Ace Ventura's face off with the table. Oh, yeah, he does. And then he gets sent outside and then, like, very charmingly takes the girl's hand, leads her down off the table. And then that's when, like, the hot, um, uh, hot lady of Jasper, like, Jasper, if she was a beauty queen, she'd be, like, what? Um, Miss Jasper? Miss, Miss Jasper, uh. Miss Jasper County. Miss Jasper County. Yeah, she's checking she's, Dalton out. Yeah, she's the only person in the bar who's wearing like '80s lycra, like spandex workout dress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she looks like she came from a Van Damme movie from the '80s. She Basically. really does. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Uh, big teased hair. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the lady who plays Balky's girlfriend from Perfect Strangers. <laughs> yeah, she definitely jazzercises. I can tell you that. Much. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. man, who didn't? Uh, and she sets her eye on Dalton. 
very quickly. Very yeah. Early. And, oh shit, uh, you guys, this is my favorite part of the movie coming up. Tell it again. Sploosh. Someone asks what his, uh, the, the, doesn't the woman ask what Dalton's name is and he doesn't say? So yes. it's up to yeah. Jeff Healy. She turns to, I think, Carrie Ann. Yeah, uh, the waitress. Yeah. The waitress. Carrie Ann, the cool waitress, and he's like, who's that? And then you see Frank Stallone, the drummer of the Jeff Healy band, lean forward to tell Jeff Healy who it is, like what's happened, and then he just leans into the microphone and goes, the name's... Dalton. Yeah, and there's there's a bunch of Bill and Ted guitar riffs. And then if I'm not mistaken, Dalton casually walks back to the meat freezer, pops it open, and catches two people nailing. Yeah. Yes, and to be fair, I'm pretty sure the the lady that the guy is nailing is also the underage girl that we saw earlier that that they let in. in. Yeah. Yeah, we skipped that. So there's a guy nailing an underage lady, so there's a little bit of... A little bit of gross hey, stuff. He's oh, fired. Boy. And that's the only consequence that anyone in this movie will get for treating a woman poorly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true. That's, that's unfortunately true. Yeah, yes. that's actually. Yeah, yeah he is uh he's immediately fired by Dalton. The guy's response to that is, but I was on break. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dalton's like, well, stay on break, and then closes the door back of the meat locker. Which is not very clear about whether or not he's fired. No, I'm assuming he's just locked them in there and now they're dead. <laughs> if you listen very closely, you can hear their humping to this day. <laughs> Very unsatisfying. (laughs) She did did not look like she was having a great time about it. What else was she going to do? She's in Jasper, Missouri. She's 16. What's she going to do? Study? Get out of this town and make something of herself? Too much work. It's not like she was going to go play on the fucking double-deuce softball team. (laughs) I like that the bar has a softball team. Who might? Sponsors the high school yeah. sports. <laughs> that, first all, now, the underage girls in. So after Ugh. this, we do get a little bit of a Dalton sort of like uh, we get a little bit of taste of the town. We see that uh, mm-hmm. Dalton buys a car while he's out there and a bunch of extra tires that he just throws yeah. into the trunk. Gonna need those. He gets an apartment from a farm that is um in top of a the top of a barn. Yeah, it's an apartment on top of a barn owned by a man with a clearly fake Santa beard. It's a barn apartment. Thanks for putting that up. Yeah, yeah. Dynamite drop in, Patrick. Portmanteaus. <laughs> yeah, it's, he has this barn apartment that is nicer than any like New York loft now. Yeah, sure. It's got beautiful exposed like brick and stone on the sides. Mm-hmm. Picture windows. Uh, giant picture windows. French oh. doors. Pond front property, my friend. A legit yes. antique potbelly stove. And also a regular stove yeah. and a sink. Right. This guy's got it up. And like... The guy charges them a hundred bucks a week, month? month. A month. That's a month. insanity. Well, there's no heat, no uh, no conditioned air. Yeah, no conditioned air. Dalton doesn't is need he it. No telephone too. I think. It's yeah, like there's no, no telephone, telephone either. But oh, also, got his lights. remember that this is owned by fucking Jasper Santa Claus, and he makes dreams come true. You guys, yeah, that's true. true. Valid. Uh, and so after the first night at the Double Deuce ends, he goes home. The next morning he's woken up by Carrie Ann for some breakfast. Uh, Carrie Ann just walks into his place of living with a bag of food and coffee. Yeah. I don't know why you put coffee in a bag. That really upset me. Yeah, she does have coffee in a bag. Well, what it's like uh, boxed wine, how it's in that vacuum-sealed bag yeah, so yeah. it doesn't oxidate. Oxidize? That can't be right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
You're right. Oxidated is. Guys, we're killing it. <laughs> I'm so glad we're really focusing on the true details. Yeah. So basically, Especially when there's some sweet Swayze tush coming up. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Swayze gets out of bed just naked, ass out, and Carrie Ann catches one look at it. And yeah, it's... What I love is that yeah, you have a reaction shot of her splooshing. Yeah. And that is the last we see of Carrie Ann. She is a character. That is not true. She'll come up and sing later. Yeah, oh, she, she comes will. up and sings yeah. the song okay. later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's just mecha- fucking... mechanically speaking, from yeah. a screenplay perspective, she is the. Uh, she exists yeah. merely to yeah. sploosh and sing. That's yeah. it. Sploosh yeah. and sing. Yeah. yeah. She facilitates the, the sweet Swayze tush. Yeah. Yes. And she's one of the first of the good people to warn him, say, like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. People around here. Don't stick up for them, like these guys. Well, they just want to stay quiet and let them let them just get run over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you say that as a joke, but the main villains of this piece do have a giant monster <laughs> truck. Yeah. I mean, let's let's face facts. There's not a whole lot of plot to Roadhouse. No, it's mostly just a series of vignettes inside the Roadhouse. Yeah, it's like the work of uh, punching and or fucking and or both. Yeah, it's like the work of Proust. It is just a year in the life. (laughs) (laughs) There are episodes that add up to meaning when you, the reader, fill in the blanks. (laughs) I I like to think of Roadhouse like really good jazz. It's not the fights that you see. It's, it's the it's, fights you don't see. It's the fights between the fights. That I will say the one thing that that profoundly irritates me about this is in that first meeting where he's talking about the three rules. I definitely smelled a training montage coming up out of that. Yeah. Not a, nope. This no. movie takes place over the course of one can only assume 40 years. I did <laughs> And there's not a single montage. I did want to see all of the uh, slack asses like doing jumping jacks or some shit. Right. The Chubby guy's just like, I can't do it, but I got nowhere else to go. Yeah, but then he, like, finds his inner strength. Yeah, that should be amazing. I just wanted to see the part where he sat him down and made him watch a video about sexual harassment in the workplace. (laughs) (laughs) That has to be uncomfortable for everybody. (laughs) Like, you know it comes with the uniforms they get later. Yeah. There's, like, an HR person somewhere. So basically, uh, what happens in, in the town of Jasper's eventually uh, at the roadhouse? There's another fight going on. We find out that Brad Wesley, who owns a helicopter and just likes to ride it around, yeah, he does drunk on his own wealth Fucking and power. If you owned a helicopter, you would never walk again. <laughs> I mean, true. I, okay. No, I, but here's the thing: I wouldn't walk for as long as that first tank of fuel lasted. <laughs> but then when they were like, "Oh yeah, it costs ten thousand dollars to fuel up your helicopter," I'd be like. Can I just push it around? <laughs> Can we, how much do horses cost? Can I just turn it into a carriage? Just blow real hard on the propellers until they start spinning, right? So, yeah. Chen, what the hell happened next in this crazy movie? Well, there's another fight, and uh, and uh, there was a there was a chance where Dalton got a chance. Uh, Dalton got hurt. A chance for oh, yeah. Dalton. Yeah, I'm ready guy, for bed. Yeah. <laughs> I am ready to go to bed. Yeah, yeah we should stop recording these at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Weasley bartender guy comes back the next day, and he's like, "You gotta give me my job back." And, yeah, uh, because Brad Wesley controls all the liquor, and he's my uncle. Yeah. yeah. And that turns into Dalton just beating the shit out of, like, three goons. 
uh, in a very satisfying fight sequence. One guy gets thrown through a window. Yeah. Uh, another guy gets like drop kicked in the chest. One guy gets punched in his penis. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of penis punching in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, what to be fair, it makes the sound yeah. like wood striking wood, which I can only assume is the foley artist <laughs> making a pun. <laughs> to be fair, this movie was co-produced by America's Funniest Home Videos. That <laughs> is why. Did we establish that the bad guy lives across the pond, literally? We did from not. No. Yeah, so Brad, Brad Wesley is the the richest man in Jasper, Missouri. He brings which, in the J.C. Penny. He brought in J.C. Penny. Which I assume is like, <laughs> which I assume is like being the best bowler in the house with people with no hands. Like it's just <laughs> like I, don't, look at me, don't look at me like that. That's a perfectly reasonable thing. No, there's I not just, a real house of people with no hands. Uh, there's that. There's that deeply uh, upsetting Edgar Allan Poe story. The house of the man with no hands. We get yeah. it. You have. A BA in English. Thank you. God damn it, I am gonna use every nickel I spent on that degree. Alright, man, but don't flick them in my eye. <laughs> Sorry, they didn't warn you about the splash zone. Yeah, just What like, do you think that tarp is for? Yeah, just like a Gallagher show, everybody within the recording circle can get wet. <laughs> and probably offended now, at Gallagher. Now, now speaking of getting wet. Patrick Swayze has a stab wound and he has to go meet a lady doctor. Yeah, the lady doctor of Jasper Community Hospital. Whose name is Doc. Yeah, it is. Yeah. She's never given a proper name, not even in the credits. It's mentioned like briefly, once. yeah, as like Elizabeth, I think it Elizabeth was. Elizabeth Gray, yeah. or but but to me, Patty. Okay, so the reason Thomason? John's laughing is because my wife is here <laughs> watching us, uh, as you might do if you went to say the ape house at a zoo, uh, just sitting on the outside of the circle, and she's very upset. Yes, you may come come closer. The mic won't pick you up. What I love there. is she is like the uh, phone a friend and millionaire except nobody has actually called her yet. <laughs> also, not Valky's girlfriend. No! Oh! And I can be as mad as you want since you kicked this off talking about my menstruation. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite drop in D! Yeah, yeah, kind of fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, oh, guys. Boy. It's that time of the month. Also, oh, though, for whoa, you. No, dig up, dig up. <laughs> So he goes to meet the lady doctor, Doc. Doc. <laughs> and she uh, she staple his staples his wound shut without any. Uh, he refuses anesthesia. anesthesia. Yeah, because pain doesn't hurt. That's no right. pain don't hurt. Don't hurt. He, don't he, hurt. Does, he does not use long contractions. <laughs> no, no. Only short contractions. He only buys extra and things. It's also where we find you can out that separate his... those two jokes in post, right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It's also where They're we both find too out good to lose. that Dalton. Uh... Why do you keep talking over my dynamite droppings? Because they're not that dynamite. Oh! It's an M80 oh. at best, John. It's very oh, no! loud, but no destructive capability. <laughs> Oh, we find out that Dalton brings Guys, us up. we are turning on each other. <laughs> this is are. part of the flies all of a sudden. And Good. we're all piggies. All right, that's fine. Oh I don't mind God. if a big giant rock bounces off my head. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I don't have glasses, fuckers. Good luck making Whoa. that fucking fire. 
Oh, oh Patrick's got glasses. Never yeah, mind. So we'll be good. Jen, Drop good. the rock on him first. Well, no. Come on. Oh. I have a license to bounce. Jen, before we all die of rock-induced comas, I guess, what the hell happens in this movie? So we're at the point where she's stapling his Yeah, yeah. Shot. No, she's still splooshing at the staple. I asked Jen! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm next. Have a great time editing this podcast. <laughs> Do any of us have any actual control over keeping this on rails? Mark's trying. I'm just waiting till you get tired. <laughs> That's never gonna happen! Shit. This nuclear sub doesn't run out of nonsense fuel. <laughs> So, no, this no. is where we find out that Dalton has, uh, he keeps his medical records with him at all times because yeah. of his constant injury receiving capabilities. Yeah. Uh, and also in his medical records, it notes that he received a degree from NYU <laughs> in philosophy. Question Do you think he just has the degree stapled in the floor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It shows up on his x ray. Like, she's like, Why is your degree from NYU? And he's I, got assume, I assume, like most white people, he assumes that by being. Being educated, he'll get better treatment when he goes to the hospital. <laughs> That's why on his back he has tattooed, ask me about my BA. <laughs> Just like you. <laughs> Guys, come on! It's my only form of validation in this world. I got nothing else. <laughs> so that uh so then he um he's got a is this when he like finds his way back or is this when he goes to to do he like wakes up in the morning to do chai tai uh, Yeah, this is where yeah. he wakes up in the morning to do Yeah, to do chai tea. He does his chai tea, yeah, little bubbles. Yeah, he does some greased up tai chi yeah, out in the does. yard. And then Santa <laughs> Santa landlord's just like, what the Yeah, like, Santa landlord's got his own landlord smooth. You look at him and he's pushing too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's all greased up. And then With you see Brad recently nowhere to go. Yeah. Dancing in the wind. It actually shows up on his three wheeler just from like, across the lake. Yeah, on him. Brad Weasley on the theory. I well, like I love... that we're changing his name from Wesley to Weasley. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that he is a cousin of Ron Weasley. All right, all right. I'm it's down Wesley. with it. No, it's Weasley. <laughs> and he's got a three wheeler, and he's very excited about that morning time. Yeah, he's got a bit of a sploosh going on oh, too. Yeah. Everybody splooshes at the Tai Chi. It, I just like to point out the Tai Chi scene in this movie goes on for like. Four uninterrupted minutes. Yeah. It's really long. Would you count that as a montage or a moment? Oh, it's definitely a moment. Yeah. yeah. More can, or less, it's offering a sploosh to all of us. You can hear the cigar-chomping executive producer behind the camera, and this is what the kids paid to see. More Tai Chi in this picture. Yeah. I just... Uh, it's... It, it's just like a, a respite. It's a rest stop in the middle of your movie. There's been so much action so far. Yeah. It's been all We gotta take it down just a little bit. Yeah. Cool off. And, you know, a little something for uh, a little something for the people who like greased up man nips. Yeah. With, with the lightest tufts of chest hair oh, I've ever yeah. seen in my just life. Wisps. Were just, they? He's got yeah. his his chest hair looks like it's like a thirteen year old boy's chest hair that's 
just starting to come in, yeah. and it's just like blonde and and downy soft. It's, it's kind of like a suggestion of chest. Yeah, hair. it's kind of like the uh, the the fucking the boson particle. You can only see it by where it's not there. Even this conversation, yeah. I get the feeling that all of you guys have had moments where you like get insecure about your own chest hair and have fondled it. Often. Oh, Jen, 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 I'm insecure about everything. <laughs> no, I knew I'm that. actually very, I'm actually <laughs> insanely proud of my chest hair. There's a lot of it, and it's coarse. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen this? You ever seen the fly when the little hair start coming out of his back? It's kind of like that. You got Cronenberg chest hair. <laughs> I got Cronenberg chest hair. Wow. And you know what the best part is? Every single one of them has full feeling. Oh, wow. yeah. That's this... why I don't manscape because it would kill me. <laughs> you just pass out. Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. If I was D no. and you, and that's how I met you, <laughs> she knows what she got herself. Into. I think this podcast is definitely going to be submitted into evidence during your divorce hearings. <laughs> Look, she married a person who's half German, half Italian. Okay, it's genetic. It's not my fault. All right. I'm greasy and hairy. I can't help it. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. You guess which one's the greasy part. No points if you said Italian, because it was an easy joke. Jen is taking solace in the mini brownies that were brought over. Uh, what the hell happened next in this movie, uh, guys? Red. Oh, we yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Uh, Swayze's car has been messed up. He goes to meet uh, to the automotive shop, one of only four buildings in Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> right across the street from the, the roadhouse. Double Doos. Yeah. The, near as I can tell, the only buildings in Jasper are the roadhouse, the Double Deuce, Red's automotive shop, the barn and the farm that he lives on. And the uh, hospital. Wesley's house and the hospital. Five yeah, buildings. Five I'm buildings. sorry. That's it. That's all that's there. Yeah, that's all Jasper is. And yet, like, <laughs> hundreds of people come from somewhere to go to this bar. <laughs> like, every goddamn right. night. Yes. Uh, he, Dalton gets the, through, through a, a nightly dose of just, like, roundhouse kicks and Muay Thai elbows and knees <laughs> to people's faces and suffering knife wounds. Dalton transforms the double deuce into the party destination of Jasper, Missouri, just outside of KC. Yeah, man. Uh, They've all got fucking uh, red polo shirts, like they're working at Chili's. Or Target. Oh, yeah. Or so CVS. It's, <laughs> or Walgreens. Or uh, Walgreens has light blue polos now. Oh, shit. Patrick. Lame. Be or well. Red Robin. Yeah, there we go. Back on track. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's got... If you work in a business that requires a red polo, let us know at BodyCountCast. No, write it down on a 3x5 postcard and mail it to at BodyCountsAndBeer.com. Anyway, the red polo... We don't polo, even have a website, John. We don't even have a website. Put four stamps on it so you know it gets here. Oh, my God. As former Target employee Mark can tell you, a red polo shirt means you have a job you can take pride in. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Big Targ coming after <laughs> us, you guys. No so. comment. <laughs> so, Jen, what the hell happened next in this movie? So, there's uh, there's some little aggressions that are going on, but the double deuce is getting better and better. And then Brad Wesley? Oh. Wheatley. We- no, no, don't do this to me. Wesley Dale. <laughs> Wesley Dale. 
Brad Wesleydale. Really good, really good cheese, actually. I know, right? Right? Like, I thought it was like a fake cheese for like a movie. That but they it's did. not. But no, it's, it's a real, real cheese. And it's good. It's fantastic. No, so many things came together for me when I finally ate Wensleydale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dear diary, I awoke today to the sun cresting over the mountains. My tummy full of Wensleydale. All my questions in life have been answered. Long fart. (laughs) Knowing fart. (laughs) Jen, how did you know the secret name of this podcast? (laughs) Knowing fart. Yeah, so this is when when you're going to drop in the, like, fucking classic American theater soundtrack, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is when we're going to drop in uh, uh, the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Just Nightmare on Mike Street. (laughs) Because that's what's happening. A nightmare on my street. It's not my street, it's Patrick's street. God damn it, this is the studio Oh no! (laughs) Stop narrowing it down. Patrick's gonna get swamped by all our thousands of fans. (laughs) They'll be camped out across the street waiting to get our autographs. With envelopes. With all those stamps. I think those are people just going to the Burger King, John. (laughs) They have tacos now. Oh shit, you guys, let's go. <laughs> We're in the middle of something. Yeah, but you don't understand. Burger King's finally aspiring to the great heights of Jack in the Box. Gross. <laughs> so basically, Brad Wesley, we find, runs this town. Yeah. He owns it. He's a wealthy land developer. He also has an army of goons uh, who range in size from, uh, I would say, uh, comically so skinny to comically one. fat. Yeah. yeah, basically like the the sprites from the old Nintendo ice hockey game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. played it. Um, so yeah, and basically they're just causing trouble for everybody. They've stopped liquor sh- uh, liquor shipments to the Double Deuce, so Dalton threat uh, goes to take care of that by calling uh, in one of his connections. They are uh, busting up Red's automotive shop. Um, and you're knocking they over. They just busted up. The, oh, yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they, they just busted, busted it up. up. First. Uh, meanwhile, while all this is going down, Dalton is getting to know Doc a little better. They go for a little. And by like, getting to know, we mean biblically. That's right. They go on a yeah. few dates. They go on. They go on two dates. Two dates. dates. They two go dates. On two, and to be fair, one of those. The first date is to a diner. The second date is she shows up to watch him beat somebody up. Yeah. And then they go back oh, to his house. You know what's happening after and that. And then they bang. Yeah, they go back to his house and they have against the because stone fireplace. Yeah. So their yeah. their lovemaking scene, if you can call oh, it that, you cannot. Oh, oh, you can. Uh, is basically uh, she walks away from him. He chases after her quite aggressively. They begin making out. He lifts her up. Uh, she takes lifts she, her up like by the bottom of her dress. Yes, yeah, and penetrates her <laughs> against a the hard, uneven brick wall. And there's like no foreplay. No, there is like, not. Chases her, and she kind of like scuttles away uh, from him. I believe the foreplay was when she watched him kick all those guys' asses. All right, good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there were a lot of butts in that foreplay. No, no. If if the '80s and '90s taught me anything as an American man, a great deal of violence directed towards randos turns <laughs> women 
going on. Oh my god. You can skip all of the petting and kissing and talking and get right to the sex if you've beaten the sweet shit out of at least like half a dozen guys. It is similar to Conlingus for sure. I mean, <laughs> so they they make love. I appreciate your opinion on this. <laughs> they uh they make love for a little bit against the wall, which I'm sure is Dreadfully uncomfortable because he's still wearing his pants. Also, it's in a goddamn horse farm. Yeah, and it, and it, yeah, it can't be over. Yeah, it smells like shit. It smells like horse shit yeah. all over the place. It smells like horse shit downstairs. Yeah, and then he takes her over to uh, his bed, and they make love with all the windows and all the lights yeah, on. Yeah. While Across I can only assume Brad Wesley yeah. watches with yeah. bated breath and, and, and bated penis. Chest. And if he doesn't get the point, they walk out onto the roof and bang there. <laughs> well, yeah. you can actually see him watch them yes. in his yeah, creepy yeah. grandpa rocking yeah. chair. <laughs> and you know he's just waiting for his chance to challenge him to a regatta. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did row crew at Yale. Yes, of course. Yeah. So uh, we'll we beat find those snoods over at Fat Camp. <laughs> For Rat Camp, Fat Camp. Oh, you couldn't tell because of my smart guy voice. Oh, okay, you're right. Uh, come to find out that Brad Wesley used to have a thing for Doc. Yes. Uh, yeah. And in fact, they might have dated, and then she left town, and he went crazy because she decided to better her life by becoming a physician. Yeah. And he was like, no, be the queen of my drug empire. <laughs> yes. I guess. It's a booze empire. Or whatever. Uh, I think it's a goon empire. Yeah, yeah. just have a monopoly on troublemaking. <laughs> he has, he gives a little backstory, like in the scene where he's trying to get Dalton into his operation, when he's trying to, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I know, I'll get this guy under my, like, under my thumb. And that kind of pisses me off because in the beginning of the movie, Dalton's so motivated by money and there isn't a very clear reason why he switches all of a sudden to like, no, I gotta save Jasper, Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he goes from chaotic neutral to full on lawful good. Yeah, and there's no bridge. It's Uh, just, he just was teleported there. believe we call it Dr. Pussy. <laughs> Doctor Pussy, paging Doctor Pussy to the ER. Excuse please. me, that's not a person. Can you please just refer to her as Puss? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't referring to her at well, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like, an object. Yeah, she's not a person. Okay, <laughs> she is not even a doctor. How dare you? That's an insult to doctors. <laughs> I just like, like to say, doctors. I just like to say, Doctor Pussy is my favorite Bond movie. <laughs> be the worst gynecologist <laughs> so uh Brad Wesley <laughs> let's get back to the more important yeah. issue <laughs> yeah. Brad Wesley's still fucking up the town doing what he can meanwhile uh the booze has come back but uh that's not the so... only thing that has come back Wait Sam until it shows fucking up. Yeah. That's right. Dalton's uh, confidant and mentor. Yeah. And father figure. And father figure, who taught him how to bounce with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, when he comes to town, nobody knows him by sight, but as soon as they know his name, ooh, Wait, Garrett. In our humble town, yeah. we can't even get Pearl Jam. <laughs> Yeah, they were still were fighting the yeah. ticket master at the time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Back in 88. <laughs> Back when they were still called Mookie Blaylock, yes! <laughs> oh my God. And the ticket master was just an upset warlock. <laughs> no, 
This is the uh, the rare long-haired and heavily stubbled Sam Elliott. There's not a hair on that man's skull that's not luscious and beautiful. That that's is so true. true. That's true, yeah. He is a one-man Herbal Essence commercial. <laughs> right? Oh By which God. I mean when I saw him, I pretended to have an orgasm in the shower. Yeah. Sploosh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, this movie's heavy on the splooshing. Yeah. Uh, so Wade Garrett shows up just in time to save Dalton from getting beaten up by another bunch of thugs uh, sent by Wesley to stop his liquor shipment. Uh, Garrett, it, his fighting style is a little different than uh, than Dalton's. Whereas Dalton is very graceful and doing like lots of cool kicks and punches. Garrett's is more the uh, I've never done fight choreography before, but here we my best! Yeah, I've never fought before and I ain't starting for your dumb movie. Punch! <laughs> Punch! Ball kick! Yeah, it's almost like uh, every action move he does has sarcastic air quotes yeah. around yeah. it. It does. <laughs> yeah. I like it though. It's a good style. But he gives him. Uh, is this where he gives him the 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 like uh, the the pearls of wisdom of if you it doesn't matter how big a man is if you take out his kneecap he crumbles. Or yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I barely paid attention and drank a lot of beer. You yes, guys. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> it's at this point that Dalton and Garrett now reunited go on a three way date with Doc. Yeah, they do. Uh, where they go, they just drive around, and then they get food, and then... And they show off their scars near their uh, genitals. Yeah. You definitely yeah. see some Sam Elliott pubic hair. Yeah, you yep. That could be a body double. It wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> it's Don't take this away from us, Jen! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Somebody splooshed. Don't ruin it. Jeez. You think you'd know. <laughs> I've been shut off from the bottom half of my body for years. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Wade Garrett's dancing with Doc in a very suggestive manner. Yeah. Uh, right like in front hold, of the Holding her face in the I'm about to put my tongue in your mouth position yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. And then uh, Doc Doc has to leave. <laughs> Doc has to leave to go uh, go work at the hospital. And don't after l- drinking all, all night, day. yeah, yeah all, night. all night, all day, not sleeping for at least forty eight yeah. hours. Yeah. She's still in the school marm fucking outfit. Yeah, she's she got her weird. gingham dress on. Yeah. Uh, now she's gonna go deal with thresher accidents <laughs> uh, from the one farm in town. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when Wade and Dalton have a little heart-to-heart where we find out that uh, it was alluded to earlier that at some point Dalton ripped someone's throat out. And this no, is where no, we no, get that happens later. That no, 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 it was alluded to. Oh, yeah. alluded to. Oh, someone made a mention, like, I heard he ripped someone's throat out. And that, at the time, you're just meant to think, like, oh, man, the rumors. Yeah. But this is where it's confirmed where we find out what happened in that situation was, it sounds like Dalton was sleeping with a lady, turns out she was married, the guy pulled a gun on him, and Dalton's response was to tear his throat out. And now he feels some manner of guilt about this. Right. Uh, why, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, probably because he was nailing that guy's wife, and yeah, then he killed as, him. As Garrett I mean, says, double dick move there, Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> as, as Garrett says, when a guy's got a gun on you, you either die or kill a motherfucker. So, you know, I get it. Sure. Uh, and then this I just is... can't imagine a scenario wherein ripping out a man's throat with your bare hands is the path of least resistance. 
There is no path of least resistance in Roadhouse. Everything's automatically yeah. sent to ten. Yep. There's no reasonable conversation. Fair there's enough. no cool down. For a movie about a cooler, there's no cool yeah. down. There's yes. no it is Dalton spends approximately one night cooling the double deuce and then the rest of the night's starting fights. Yeah. yeah. Kick your ass. Uh, and it's at this point that Red's automotive shop Explodes. 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 And blows up real good. About yeah, four or five times. It yeah. catches fire and then it blows up and then it explodes and then the fiery remains blow up again. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's going to be the first, uh, uh, intro- it's, it's just like the first appearance at all by a municipality. <laughs> Or like by municipal government of any yeah. kind, right? The, the fire, fire truck show, which means there get... might be a sixth building yeah. in town, guys. <laughs> no, 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 you don't understand. We've watched literally like seventy-five cases of assault and battery, and yet <laughs> the, way, the first law enforcement. The way the fire department works is they just rove the streets and there's trucks. They, right. they are nomadic. Like, What's Brad gonna mobile. blow up today? <laughs> also, the fire trucks show up to put out the fire, but cops never come to investigate why it might have happened. Right. And then uh, Red pulls up in front of the the fire trucks to see his store explode. And then we get kind of a meeting of like the local business owners where they're just like, dude, you got insurance? Like, what's good? What are you going to do? Let's call the cops. Wesley owns the cops. And, you know, they basically, uh, they... Wesley's got their, uh, got them uh, up shit creek without yeah. a paddle. The Jasper Chamber of Commerce. Is totally boned. Yeah. yeah. And that's when Brad Wesley sends out his Evite to all his goons and friends of goons and whatnot in town to meet at the local car dealership so that a guy in a monster truck can run over 15 station wagons. Yeah. What happens yeah. if you don't pay dibs to Brad Wesley? Yeah, it's true. That's what happens. It's, it's absolutely insane. The entire town is gathered around. I'm pretty sure I saw a cotton candy stand. Yeah. And a giant, <laughs> giant monster truck just drives into a Ford dealership and like people that are... only carries station wagons. Oh, right, and yeah. people are leaping out of the way of this monster truck. This wasn't like a planned thing. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. it went through the glass windows in yeah. the front of the building. It was a flash mob that went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and oh boy, henchman number two cackles all the way. Oh, he does, yeah. You will know him by his cackle later I mean, in the movie. And his he, knife earring. He does do all the evil cackling. He does. Yeah. And then <laughs> then we get uh, a scene where they come. Brad Wesley comes to the double deuce. And he's just like, oh, I want to buy a drink for all the firefighters. And blah, blah, blah. And there's more goons, more fighting. And this is where we're introduced to the main goon, Jimmy of uh, Brad Wesley, who is sort of like the dark mirror to Swayze's Dalton. Yeah, yeah. In the sense that he also wears shirts that can double as karate gears. Yeah, no. uh, he's like... Dalton is Lennon, this guy yeah. is Denim. <laughs> what? Yeah, this, this dude is the Darth Maul to Wesley's Darth Sidious. He's the real badass dude that doesn't say a whole lot and goes in to take care of business. Though he cackles... So cackling. Yes. Yeah, he cackle. he then uh dispatches three of Dalton's uh three of Dalton's uh bodyguard or not bodyguards, bouncers, bouncers with a pool cue that is so powerful he's able to pole vault onto a yeah, bar with it. Yeah, it's amazing. Backflip. Yeah, yeah, it's with it. beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy. Titanium pole cue right there. Yeah. And now like just tensions have come to a head. Uh Doc is very upset with uh Dalton for continuing to fight. They everyone's trying to get Dalton to leave and get out of town. 
because Brad Wesley owns this place and he's not going to be able to do it. But Dalton won't let it go because yeah. the guilt of ripping a man's throat out is so powerful. <laughs> he needs to save this small rural town that has the most popular bar in the Tri-County area. <laughs> right? And uh, it's pretty much at this point that Dalton goes to the Double Deuce, Wade Garrett, he gets a call from Brad Wesley who's just like, y'all either... You either leave town and leave the no, double. You either deuce. work for me or Wade Garrett dies. And Wade then I'm or gonna... Elizabeth. Oh, is it Wade or Elizabeth? Die. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Who's gonna die? And he flips a coin. Yeah. Off off phone. Yeah. And then he lets him know. Tell him later. Yep. And then Wade shows up and he's okay, but he's beaten up pretty badly. Uh, he, uh, he gives him a beer and it's like, just hang out here. Then he goes out to... Uh, He's going to get Doc to yeah. look at, at Wade hospital. and make sure that Wade's okay. Yeah, just and make sure that she's concussion. safe, of yeah. course. Yeah. Right. He gets to her and then the fucking barn blows up and then he fights Jimmy. Yeah. And then they have a you very... Skipped you skip so much. What? Yeah, because after he gets to her, they have a fight about whether or not they're going to leave together. Yeah. And she's oh, like, right. no. And then he goes back to the bar and Sam Elliott has been killed. Right. Yes. yes. With the note. And the note yes. says, it, it was, was Tails. And then he's going like oh, full shit, on fucking... Oh, shit, Tails Miles Prower from the Sonic franchise? He's a murderer now. Keeping us on track, you guys. Thanks, John. That was helpful. Patrick, you were saying? I have no idea anymore. Hey, Jen, what the hell happened next <laughs> in this movie? Knuckles well, I... the Echidna showed up. It's an Echidna. Oh, pool. so before Wade was killed, before we, we got to just rewind a bit. Yeah, everyone, just rewind your podcast. Yeah. So that's when uh, Doc comes over and she's like, you gotta leave. And then um, Santa's <laughs> house blows up. Right. Yeah. He runs in and grabs Santa in his long john underwear. His red long john underwear. Yeah. Yep. Final proof that he is indeed Santa. Yeah. And then Jimmy, the head goon, pulls out on a loud dirt bike. Which and is like cackles. A cackles yeah. like a witch <laughs> on a dirt bike. Over the sound of the dirt bike running. Yeah. And then Dalton runs to catch up and does a jump kick to Jimmy to kick him off the dirt bike. They fight. It's glorious, yeah. great fight choreography, great angles. It's True. very much reminiscent of the They Live fight in its brutality yes. and length. Patrick uh, Swayze traps Jimmy's leg in a tree and then breaks it. Yeah. yeah. But before then, Jimmy does the most... Uh, no one caught this line except Patrick. <laughs> I could tell because I watched Patrick's face at this part. <laughs> but at one point, it looks like Jimmy's going to win. And he looks at he looks at Dalton and says, "I used to fuck guys like you in prison." And everybody was not paying attention except Patrick, and it looked like the life was just sucked out of him. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, to be honest with you. It's just a little horrifying. Yeah, a, a classy film like Roadhouse. I think they would show some restraint. Right. This isn't Oz. <laughs> it wants to be. And then <laughs> there was that guy in a wheelchair in a rotating room reciting poetry. I do remember yeah, that. No, yes. that did happen. <laughs> Lots of sploosh scenes, <laughs> just like Oz. <laughs> Thanks, J.K. Simmons. And now he sells insurance, but uh, <laughs> to farmers, yeah. Hey, uh, Farmers Insurance, give us some money. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works, right? Also, don't shank us. We'll bill you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, listeners. When you get to Farmers Insurance, tell them body counts and beers. (laughs) Put in your referral code, body counts and beer, for nothing. (laughs) 
Put it in for instant rejection of insurance. <laughs> then mail that rejection letter to us at bodycounts.com. <laughs> so, yeah, so Dalton and Jimmy continue to fight until finally Dalton uh, rips rears back out. and straight up rips his throat out. Guys, this is the second throat rip we've had <laughs> in, in the, the last couple of weeks. History. Yeah, because awesome. uh, it also happened in Under Siege. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But this one is far more brutal uh, because what happens is he not only does he rip his throat out, but then we get a close-up of the gaping hole oh. of his throat. Yeah. And then we get the close-up of Doc taking a look to make sure he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, the he in that sad. sentence referred to the gentleman whose throat was just ripped out. Yeah. And guys, he doesn't look okay. He doesn't no. look he, doesn't he look looks exactly like a man who's got his ro- throat ripped out and thrown into a pond. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh Doc is very upset that she's witnessed this horrific act of violence. She doesn't want anything to do with Dalton anymore. Yeah, and she runs off into the night. Yeah. Dalton looks across the lake screaming at Wesley's house and then throws his goon into the lake like at him. Yeah. So that he'll just over float there. over yeah. eventually. Yeah. And then that's the next day where he gets the phone call from Wesley saying, who's gonna die? Is right. Is it gonna be the yeah, doc or yeah. is it gonna be Wade? And then All that stuff we already talked about. Happened. And it's yeah. Wade. He's that's got a sweet. knife in him and says it was Tails. Now it is time for one man wrecking crew Dalton. Yeah. Dalton uh, immediately gets his fucking Mercedes Benz. The car that he hides. Yeah, ramped up uh, and just, it's speeding towards the Wesley estate. And all of his goons are spread out and just firing all the bullets they can at it. Shotguns, pistols. Bam, bam, bam. Tearing it up. They're doing that sweet 80s gun pose where their legs are at shoulder width and they're crouched down just yeah. a little bit. Uh, Rat-faced nephew bartender's got the Jimmy leg in his. Yeah. Like he's, he's sexually aroused yeah. by yeah, firing a gun. He's thrusting every time he yeah. pulls that trigger. His legs oh, yeah. moving like Elvis on the guitar. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the car eventually goes off of a a hidden ramp that's in some shrubbery and flies into the air where it presents its soft underbelly to one of the goons to fire at it three times. It was a shotgun and blows it up. And it explodes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and then they open the car and <gasps> Dome's not there. It's, it's just the, a knife. It's just yeah. the knife he found in Wade just stuck right into the gas Which pedal. gained sentience and stole Dalton's car of to course. fight back. Uh, then Dalton... Uh, it's a joke. It's okay. <laughs> Knives don't no. actually come to life, John. It's all right. You promise? You promise? <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, so Dalton now uh, begins methodically picking off Wesley's goons within the house. Yep. Um, Sadly, really, most of this happens like off screen. We're mostly watching one goon move through the house to find bodies. Yeah, yeah. Mostly uh, find other goons. Dalton's and, like Green Beret training kicks in and he starts intimidating them like the Viet Cong. And then he uh, throws a giant bear at Fatty. <laughs> he yeah. drops a polar bear on the fat guy. Well, because yeah. we find out later whose nickname is Tigger. Tigger? Yeah. yeah, for some reason. Tigger, Wait, Pigger or Tigger? Tigger, Tigger, Tigger. likes a tiger. Because he's yeah. the only one. <laughs> Class. That's but yeah, he's he's walking about he's them, walking dude. through this like uh, taxidermy trophy room and he's just like, oh no, this place gives me the creeps to no one in particular. Yeah. Well, it's because the room is filled with like fifty different animals. Sure, but it's at this point that he turns into like a literal cartoon character. Well, yeah. it's true because when the polar bear starts to collapse on him, he literally goes. Hum, 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 
<laughs> and starts shooting him. Yeah. And standing there and shooting him. And then he, he gets the old Dustin Hoffman and Hook death. Yeah. Where yeah. a giant animal falls on top of him. He yeah. dies the way he lived, frightened of taxidermy. <laughs> and strangely, he doesn't actually die. Yeah, the yes. bear just gives him a little smooch on the cheek. Yeah, and then it, this leads us to... The big uh, fight. The big fight, yes, between Brad Wesley and Just Dalton. Uh, <laughs> Dalton, uh, following the rules of Name 80s, Dalton. 90s action movies, despite the fact that Dalton is the superior specimen. Uh, and has at least, like, 30 years younger yeah. than his yeah. opponent. Yeah, he's like the ripped martial artist bouncer versus some doughy old rich guy. <laughs> but somehow the doughy old rich guy is able to hang with Dalton Yeah, because he's the final boss fight. He's the final so he's boss. He's gotta yeah. be the right. toughest. He also throws souvenir spears at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he throws one. He doesn't just throw, he throws one that just sails through just the sails. air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Majestically, one might add. But then he keeps slapping him with the other one, yeah. just like like he's just whacking him with a broom. Yeah, it looks like he's trying to get a bat out of his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hitting him with the spear. And what I love, though, is before the actual climax of the fight, uh, crusty old Wesley's walking through his empty mansion full of dead bodies just saying we can call it off it's done we're fine <laughs> are you mad knows. about your friend exactly and for all he knows he has not seen uh, Dalton at all so for all he knows he is just yelling into an empty house full of corpses <laughs> right. just waiting for the police to arrive which they will in a minute yeah. right uh, so Dalton eventually gets the better of Wesley and he gets his three finger throat rip and yeah, right? pose ready He's to like go. Straight up ready to go. Yeah. But then he thinks better of himself and releases the guilty head of murdering a human being, now five. And <laughs> Yeah, well he doesn't feel bad about the other five. No. The but other so one we're in self defense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he and he realizes he's We all wanted Jimmy to he's die. driven he's driven Doc away. And so, but here comes Doc, right into just walked right into Brad's house. Yeah, just in time to see, yeah, just in time to see him solve his moral quandary yeah. for and never need therapy for all the no, things he's done, ever. and put his hand down and just leave Brad Garrett there. Brad Garrett grabs his Brad tiny Wesley. little. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Brad Garrett is uh, is a is, character actor from Everybody Loves Brad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Great, everybody loves Brad Garrett. I don't know, I'm a big fan. I take him over Ray <laughs> That's yeah. true. I mean, that's not saying much. I mean, oh America God. didn't agree since his spinoff didn't do as well. Oh, come at us, Brad Garrett and Ray Romano. Man. I'm Meet right us. here. I'm Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, no, Ray Romano. Oh, no, Ray Romano's here. That Guys. is me, Brad I, I agree with everything you said. We're I pretty terrible. To- Yep, we're not very good. Hey, Brad, you want to go get some pizza? No, nothing brings me joy in this broken world of misery and empty promises. All right, cool, I'm going to get some pizza. I'll see you later. I'll never see you again. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Thanks for stopping by Ray and Brad. (laughs) Ray and Brad, everybody. Wow. Stars of CBS's Everybody Loves Ray. I thought there was a rule of no celebrity impressions. And we kept it. No one did an impression. <laughs> Ray Romano and Brad Garrett stop by. Well, fuck me. I right? totally missed it. Oh, gotta open your eyes in here, Jay. And and so uh, Doc stop. and 
Doc and Dalton walk away. Brad Garrett pulls out his tiny little derringer. God damn it! Brad Wesley pulls out his tiny little derringer. Hey guys, I'm back. I forgot my Dillinger here. And Let then me just get it he real is quick. shot with massive rifle blasts by every member of the Chamber of Commerce. Every yeah. member. The car dealer, the auto parts store guy, uh, Santa farm. Farmer. Santa yeah, and uh. of course, the owner of the Double Deuce. And the owner of the Double Deuce. The members of the Jasper Kiwanis Rotary Club <laughs> yeah. blow them away. away. And then quickly hide the gun. Give yeah. all the guns to Red to put them somewhere. <laughs> yeah. In his house. And wouldn't you know it, what a great move that is, because the police finally show up, you guys, because there's a power vacuum in the town. <laughs> and now we get, the, we get that movie, that move that's always in a lot of movies, which is the I Am Spartacus move, where it's like, I didn't see anything. No, I didn't see anything. No, I didn't see anything. Even Fatty McPolar Bear yeah, gets fucked goes, by. A bear fell on me. Yeah, and the police are like, oh, well, I guess since there's no guns in this room, the crime is unsolvable. <laughs> Cut to skinny dipping. Yeah. Dalton and Doc are skinny dipping. Cut to double deuce, blind guy playing guitar. And that happens during all of the credits. Yeah. That means it is time. For bullet points. Oh. <laughs> bullet points! And our first bullet point is body count! Body counts. Does this include injured or just death? Just, just death. death. Yeah, so Jen, since you're our guest, what is your guess at the number of body count? Oh, I've been seeing it so many times. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to count all the goons at the end. I would say there's, uh, eight, estimate eight. Okay, Patrick. Four. John. Are we counting hurt feelings? No. no. Then five. The actual body count is five. John oh! wins! That's right. Five. What about all those dead bodies? There's four goons who get killed and Brad, three goons who get killed, with Brad Wesley and Jimmy. Those are the only people who die in the whole movie. But what about the guys who are like laid that out? Was just Those the are the same, goons. That was just the same body that Dalton kept moving from room <laughs> yeah. to room. He was doing a solid snake, a little yeah. Metal Gear Solid, just uh, don't get, moving him around. So yeah, John, right, you right. actually won. Good for you. What do I win, you guys? Shame. Okay, yeah. I already had a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. I'll add it to the pile. Well, I was actually talking about the 2011 Michael Fassbender movie where he plays a sex addict. Oh, okay. Cool. But it's on VHS. Oh, perfect. No, that's great. So I can pause all my favorite scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Our next bullet point is best kill. Best kill. Oh, Jimmy. You oh. will wait your turn. <laughs> There's a system. Jeez. Oh, my but Jen, God. But Jen, since you are the guest, <laughs> you do get to go first. Jen, oh, best you. kill. I don't talk at all. <laughs> on my dick like that? Oh, gee. Yeah, you didn't, so sorry. You didn't realize there were monsters? <laughs> Jen, anyway. best kill. <laughs> it was Jimmy. I think Jimmy's death was best kill. It, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, he has his throat fucking ripped out yeah. of his yeah. goddamn yeah. neck. That was a great fight leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That is yes. a definite Mortal Kombat move. 
Uh, Patrick, best kill. Patrick Swayze's B or Mercedes. That thing is great. <laughs> <laughs> it leaps through the air. It gets shot with a shotgun and it blows up before it lands handily in a carport. No, yeah. it's very nice. <laughs> Upside down and yeah. on the fire. No, it is Still a Mercedes. Great machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> top of the Classic. top of the walk. Uh, uh, a number uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Cat's pajamas. <laughs> Ace's German. Uh, uh, I don't know. Don't buy a German car. No one will fix them for you for cheap, and the parts cost a lot of money. <laughs> Fuck you, Volkswagen, and the piece of shit Jetta you sold me. I'll hate you forever. John, best kill. Uh, it's got to be uh, Mr. Bradley Garrett Cooper guy. But... Bradley Garrett Cooper Wesley, maybe? Is yes. Wesley there all? No. Garrett. <laughs> yep, Garrett Cooper. Yeah. Uh, no, but Mr. Big Boss Bad Guy. Um, uh, he's got a great fight leading up to his death. His death, the first couple shotgun blasts seem to be there to insult him, yeah. to wound his pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final one not only kills him, but throws him through a glass table. Yeah. It's really good. The shotgun blasts that tear into him are each like a foot in diameter. They are right. gigantic T-1000 getting blown up with grenade launcher blasts. God. There's some good squib work. Yeah. yeah, it's some solid squib work. Yeah. That's right. Mark, best kill. Uh, all the good ones are taken. So <laughs> I think all the ones are yeah. taken. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to go... Uh, I'm probably going to go with Wade Garrett. There's the one goon uh, that's still left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wade but I'm going to go with Wade because of the emotional resonance yeah. within it. Yeah. Wade is... Is this is the thing that turns Swayze from just a philosophical Zen master who occasionally uses violence to a bloodthirsty killing machine uh, who kills a bunch of goons. And so, yeah, I'm going to go with Wade Garrett. Plus, note in the back, stuck him with a knife. Classic. Yeah. Can't go wrong True. with him. That's how I want to kill people. It was <laughs> That's how I want to go. Yeah. John, looks like we just reached an agreement. (laughs) And that's going to take us to our uh, next bullet point, war crimes. War crimes. Jen, you are our guest. Tell me about some war crimes. So by war crimes, how are we defining it in the context of Roadhouse? Uh, The most broadest liberal definition of both the word (laughs) war and crime that you can come up with. That's true. I don't think uh, Mr. Bad Guy had the votes in Congress to actually formally declare war. It might have just been a police action. Yeah, ease it out there. (laughs) John, you'll wait your turn. Yeah, right. Uh, I think... um, uh, Brad Garrett uh, Weasley Wesley's um, whole takeover of the town by financially crippling everybody who yeah. lived in it. I think that was the biggest war crime for sure. Uh, I think I the reason why I love this movie is because it's such a cartoonish villain. Vi, like it's, he's just such a cartoonish villain, and they exist, I feel like, in our government. And they have to now. I mean, look. And then. Brad Wesley's America. Brad Wesley is our president right now. Yeah. It's Brad Wesley and alternate 1985 Biff Tannen. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe 
Brad, maybe Steve Bannon is Brad Wesley. Yeah. I don't know, but Brad Wesley's in there. Right. It's rough. And then As Weasley. Yeah, and then Weasley, uh, bartender nephew guys, Kushner. We all yeah. know it. Yeah, and yeah. then we just need a sweet, like, fucking Dalton, Marty McFly mashup person to really go in there and set the world straight. Well, Maxine let me ask you this. Waters. Do you think Bernie Sanders could rip out somebody's throat? No. Nah, I don't think so. Fucking no. Such a pacifist. Uh. Unusable. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, tell me about some war crimes. Everyone's hair and, <laughs> and most people's shirts <laughs> is what I've got as a war crime. Except for Sam Elliott, great hair. Impeccable shirts. Fantastic. Yeah, and great, great shirts. Really, Sam Elliott, fantastic. Though he did steal some of it from Esteban. <laughs> that did happen. John? War crimes? I'm going to say blowing up several civilian <laughs> buildings <laughs> with uh, what can only be assumed to be improvised explosive devices. Wow. Uh, that's probably the biggest war crime in this movie. Uh, lots of potential civilian casualties. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. All right, Mark, war crimes. Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, the Jeff Healy Band's cover of White Room <laughs> by Cream. I like Jeff. Look, Jeff Healy, Jeff Healy is a good guitar, was a great guitar player, and I don't mean to disrespect the guy, but that cover of White Room is the shittiest of 80s white guy blues covers I've ever heard wow. in my life. It was like Steve Ray Vaughn fell down and broke his fingers, and then they just were like, you know what, just hit the guitar. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Uh, I'm sorry. The old so, stump solo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that is it for War Crimes. That brings us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Jen, you are our guest. Again, you go first. Is this an action movie? This is the only action movie. This is my favorite action movie ever. And this is the only action movie that I truly will revisit and watch all the time. I appreciate your response. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm doing everything I can to be calm. (laughs) Because it's not the only action. (laughs) I know for a fact there's at least 29 others. We've watched them for this podcast. (laughs) Well, some of those weren't action movies, it turned out. That's why I said 29. We've done more episodes than that. Oh, have we? Yeah. When's the tears of endearment? 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 No, in tears of endearment. 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 The nitro story. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, is this an action movie? Yes, and it's also a softcore porn. (laughs) And I loved every minute of both. This movie would not feel out of place on Cinemax after 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. No, this this movie just needed one big pile of cocaine. You know, on screen. Got it. <laughs> As opposed been... to just being implied. Yeah, right. <laughs> John. Uh, beautiful. John, is this an action movie? So this movie is, um, when there's not boobs, there's a butt. When there's not butts, there's a fist fight. When there's not fist fight, there's a monster truck. When there's not a monster truck, there's an explosion. Yeah. Law of transitive property, yeah, it's an action movie. That's science. Yeah, and, and people ask what he means by when this country was great the first time. 
It's when we went from butt to boobs to punches to explosions. That's when this country was great. Uh, now, John, I uh, appreciate your answer. <laughs> okay. All right. But uh, you didn't mention knife fights. Yeah. And I'm pretty upset. That was a very large portion of the Here's why fights. I left out knife fights. Because no two people had knives at each other. It was always <laughs> one knife versus one fist. And I'm pretty sure there was at least one scene where Patrick Swayze punched a knife. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yes, that's absolutely true. And there was a scene where he kicked like four guns. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I, Mark, uh, is this an action movie? Of course it is. It's absolutely an action movie. Uh, It's a little slow at the beginning with the action. It's a little stingy with it. It makes you work for it. But when it does come, it's great. You got explosions. You got guns, kicks, punches, knives, John. Uh, You got everything you could possibly need from an action movie plus Sam Elliott. Sans mustache. Sans. That's the most important thing. He has a full stubbly George Michael beard. Yeah, full stubble. No mustache. Mm. It's like... <laughs> but, I mean, it was part of his beard. Yeah, yeah. but it's not the same. It's not the same yeah. mustache. Yeah, true. It was like when Tom Selleck shaved off his mustache for In-N-Out, and it was like, who's that loser? Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, oh, that's Magnum! <laughs> loser. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. It's that time. Final reviews of Roadhouse. Jen, you are our guest. Final review. Roadhouse. Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so stupid and so terrible. And the masculinity is so toxic. It just reaffirms everything I hate about humanity. And uh, it has a... Very near and dear place, right, right there in my heart. <laughs> it's like you take a little bit of the poison every day, so that you're immune when the snake bites oh, you. Oh yeah, I kill the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, final review. I'm giving that five out of five healthy man ass cheeks. All right, John, final <laughs> review. How many man ass cheeks do you have? Five. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I give it two out of double deuce. Oh, all right. Mark, final review of Roadhouse. Uh, I give it one gaping hole in a neck out of one gaping hole in a neck. Fantastic. I love it. Roadhouse is good times. The Rowdy Harrington classic. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Body Counts and Beer. We'd like to thank our special guest, Gender Charm, here for joining us in oh, thank you for studio. having me. Uh, once again, if you're in Chicago uh, and you want to, or you're passing through and you want to see a really great show, uh, check out Glitter Bomb. I'm sure you can find information about it online somewhere. Yep, Facebook.com uh, backslash Glitter Bomb Comedy. Fantastic! Nice. So go there and check it out and support it uh, and support all these great charities and support Jen because she's a very funny person and oh, she you. deserves your support. Uh, and don't support. Us, because we're good. Yeah, no. We're, <laughs> we're, we're clearly a bunch of assholes. We're, yeah. we're bad people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I stabbed John earlier because he refused yeah. to believe that knives could be sent to you. Yeah, that's true. Though, yeah. I believe you put a note in him per his wishes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Guys, no spoilers. I don't want to know what the note says until I'm dead. <laughs> we won't tell you, buddy. Thanks. It says Boa Fett's the best. I fucking oh! told you not to tell me! <laughs> <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Steele, Dawn Bromley, John Next of Kin Rooney, and Mark Dirty Dancing Rosenthal. Thanks to our special guest, Jen North and South Book 2 Ducharme. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, pretty much anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. 
Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com. I really should make a longer version of this outro, shouldn't I?